Hello, welcome back to the Faith Podcast. This is Kenny. I'm with Jake. As What's always. up? And uh, yeah, I don't think any prayers needed for this one. We're going to answer one of the biggest kind of Christian myths. Debates. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if this is the only faith, if, if the faith podcast is the only one you uh, watched, then you st- you may think um, this may be an actual question for you. But if you've watched our other podcast, I mean, you basically answer that. But yeah, is Halloween is Halloween to be celebrated as a Christian? Are we allowed to celebrate? Should we? Is it Should, we celebrate? Should we celebrate Halloween? And I've been doing a lot of background research and a lot of like just thoughts of, and gathering thoughts and beliefs of other Christians just around and, um, that I could find and read and look at and just all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I have done some research as well, and uh, I guess this all stems from All Hallows' Eve. Yeah, so... Go ahead. One one of the things that I saw was, um, um, or I watched, it was a video of a guy talking about about this subject and his thoughts on it and he was he was saying that he made a great point in in the sense that uh the argument of no uh or the belief of no saying that even though like even though like the the activities themselves do are not that like bad like many christian households when they do it they if if they do cel- celebrate halloween normally it's the acts of trick or treating passing out candy dressing up not really involved in satanic rituals witchcraft or any or, or any kind of those type of things. Um, it's a very diluted and innocent version, kid-friendly version of what the pagan rituals used to be and the roots. Um, but what he was saying was all the things that we partake in, the can, the getting can, candy, going door-to-door, dressing up, all of those have origins, all of these these acts and everything they have origins and everything has a meaning to why it's being done all of which if you know the history of it are paganistic ritualistic type stuff that they would perform and do and um on, like on on this day so he he was saying, although they seem the smaller things seem innocent and and we aren't really doing anything to evil, a conjunction or a, an, a, an accumulative of the whole 
uh, activities that we are partaking in have a more sinister meaning or origin behind them. Mm-hmm. So, who is the guy who said this? Um, Wow. Yeah. Um, as far as this goes, yeah. Um, I feel like most adults know, like where Halloween came from, and we're kind of more ca- uh, catering to the teens to adults. But yeah, it started out what like witchcraft or something. Completely different. Then it changed over. So, uh, you know, you don't have to check it now, Jake. It doesn't matter. You there? I think you disconnected. That's just great. Dang. All right, what were you saying? Um, it's like, it, I I looked on, like, the web. I looked on social media. I looked on, I tried to get as many, like, voices or opinions or thoughts on the matter as I could. Um, this this one came from a guy on Instagram. He's a believer. His His Instagram is like, the um the 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 why the the wise guy like ask it like and he like answers a bunch of questions of why or why not kind of topics mm-hmm. um but that was, that was just like one thought or he that was just one thought that I found or one way of putting it. Um, majority of the places that I found and the people that I uh, like listened to and commented on like this topic said no. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't want to make God angry, right? Well, it will, it will, yeah, another another thing that I found that was interesting, um, if I can find it. All right.
One sec. All right. Well, has he looks for that. We will give our opinions in a few, but we're just hearing from different sides currently. Sorry, my brother's leaving. He's going back to, to Nevada. All right. Um, um, so people look at this as a pagan holiday. <laughs> um, I mean, some people look at Believe it or not, some people look at Christmas as a pagan holiday. More than you would expect. Well, it's it's fair that everything has a pagan root in it. Yeah, I mean, I personally know some people that are in family... Well, not, I wouldn't say close with, but I do know people in my family that are so strongly Christians that they uh, don't celebrate anything pagan, and that includes they don't celebrate Christmas. Pretty crazy. Or Thanksgiving. Basically, most holidays they don't celebrate. But... Yeah. As far as Halloween goes, sinister. Um, man, that is. See, I'm I'm gonna get my opinion already, but I'm trying to find different opinions of other people. Yeah. Um. I mean, the the. I mean. One of uh, the the founder of Church from Satan himself said, "I'm glad that Christian parents let their children worship the devil at least one night out of the year." Talking about Halloween. <laughs> so wow, hilarious! Wow, that shots. So the Roman. Okay. But yeah, I mean, we kind of gave our, we kind of gave what the world of Christianity thinks about Halloween. They think it's, they think it's a time of the year to put down the Bible, put on costumes, and worship the devil. Believe it or not. There, there's another person that I viewed who, even though he didn't like, um, he he argued to the point of yes, kind of, in the way that, um, even though like you shouldn't do like the the darker stuff such as witchcraft, sorcery, like satanic rituals or occult uh, ritualistic practices 
it is a good time to like Halloween uh, is kind of a dark time period. It's one of like the darkest nights of the year. So, um, as and so he was saying, in a night that's filled with like darkness and evil, and like where evil is kind of most high, that should be the time where preaching the gospel and putting out the word of God should be most high. That is an interesting take. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I like. Um, also, in like kind of doing all this, like um, this research and stuff, like I just like I. Um, I am. Um, I was I was kind of like after like kind of looking at this stuff I was kind of like re- reflecting it into kind of my own life and like I, I was kind of asking myself the question what am I doing in my life that I'm being a hypocrite or glorifying sin when I like I say like I always say like Sin shouldn't be glorified. God should. So I was looking at my life and I was and I was like, what do I do? Like, what are some of the things in my life that I do that glorify sin or partake in that glorify it? Uh, a lot of movies I watch, a lot of music I listen to, a lot of games I play. And I'm like, wow, I'm much more hypocritical than I thought. Hmm. And what? Uh, uh, just uh, how, like, like GTA, we play GTA all the time, but that's not the best holiest game. <laughs> okay. And so I've, I'm, uh, I just. I deleted GTA today. Really? Yeah. Just that, that's funny. That's crazy. I just, huh? That is shocking. I just I want to be more. I don't know. I want to glorify God more and be more Christ-like. And GTA is not the best game that does that or glorifies God at all. Okay. Hot take. Anything else you've done recently? Um, that. I mean, uh, that, um, what was it called? I can't. I I can't. I can't remember what the game is called. Oh, Cyberpunk. 
you, you got Cyberpunk? I did, but I deleted it. Wow, congratulations. You feeling ho- more holy already? I mean, like, these are, like, these are, um, these are small things that, that like, I'm kind of, like, weeding out in my life where I realize I don't need, like, them in my life, but I'm sure, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll find more as time goes on, but it's, like, I'm just put, looking at in the, like, I want to become a pastor, and if I want to become a pastor, like, Do you know of any pastors that play GTA in their free time? (laughs) I mean, most pastors are old and don't play video games, but... I mean, most pastors don't play video games at all, so I don't know. I mean, that's that's fair. I don't know. I'm just doing what I feel is best to grow my relationship with, with Christ. Others may have different opinions, but that's like... And if I find something that I don't feel like glorifies God, I'll either cut, start weeding it out slowly or cut it out entirely. But I just, I'm just trying to do my best uh, to grow, grow in my relationship with Christ and glorify it. That is fair. So, uh, now that you made that point, <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I do know, um, like not personally, but you know, pastors that talked about. Um, is that I don't know. I know this TikTok who's a pastor, and I had a few talks with the guy who basically reacts to basically people saying. Can you do this if you're a Christian? Can you do that? Can you do this? And he basically gives long video responses and stuff. Um, so I do know people like Christ Christians or huge pastors who do do that. But like, as far as major pastors, I do not think so. Who play video games at all? I don't know any pastor. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying like all video games. I'm just saying the ones that I guess are more sin glorifying. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like 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 Minecraft. I don't really see I mean I don't really see really any things sinful with that i'm sure you someone can probably find something or there, there probably is underlying some it's like oh this minecraft glorifies this sin so you should not play that i'm sure there's like small minuscule things like kind of the, i don't know it's just i'm just like i'm just reevaluating my life and and the things that i used to believe were innocent and now are really more harmful than really more of liabilities than assets. That is fair. 
I mean, we're we're all on this earth trying to do our best, trying to do our best, and even though, like, we're all we're all sinful and we're all not perfect, um, and we all we all fall short to the glory of God. But I just feel like if there's any way that me as a Christian and the way I live can change or is like, like if I, like if I'm going to be a pastor someday or if I, during the time that I am a pastor, I don't want to be doing anything that either hypocritical or could lead or could the, my congregation, um, anything that comes out that I did or or am doing at the time of me being a pastor that leads me to my congregation to not be able to trust me. I understand that. All right. But so, anyway, my, my personal take on Halloween is I believe that it shouldn't be celebrated harvest, like harvest day, harvest time, harvest festival kind of stuff. That's, that's just fun. Have like having a fun time and like, just, um, like (laughs) you, um, you like, you can, you can dress up in costume any day of the year. You can eat candy day of the year. I I don't know. It's, just me personally and my personal take on it um you shouldn't or christians shouldn't but i'm pretty sure a lot of christians disagree or don't feel the same as me which um a lot of as i as i've learned through taking pastoral ministry class uh a lot of what's the word um, a lot of Christians have in in the in the church itself disagree with ways of practice practices and disagree on on theology all the time. <laughs> yeah, correct. It's in everything. Definitely. Um, I know that's for sure. But... That was a plot twist. Because it was like, one second, it was like, okay, at the beginning of this, I was like, okay, um, Jake, Jake's, he's into horror movies, into all of this. He probably does. He probably does think it's okay. Then you were talking about how you deleted GTA and stuff, and I was like, oh, so he doesn't. Then I was thinking, oh, shoot, he's about to do a plot twist where he's like, but, but now, now, uh, that was a roller coaster. So <laughs> you did a good job on that one. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like, um, yeah, my, but, I don't know why I don't know why I'm stumbling on my words. That that is my that is my thoughts on it. I don't think it should be. 
Um, and yeah. All right. I respect that. And I still think uh, it's kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll just say, so like I said, I had a few years in um, a Christian primary, primarily a Christian school. Um, of course, most years I, I spent about, most of my years I wasn't in a Christian school, but um, when I was in a Christian school, I'm referring to, I, um, we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween. It wasn't even the, we weren't even allowed to talk about Halloween, which is kind of funny to me, um, which it wasn't even that the principal didn't, res- like, it's not even that the principal didn't, um, like, think that we, like, Christians shouldn't celebrate Halloween. She just knows that all these Christians have so many different opinions and all the arguments that could be started over that. And all of that stuff, and she just didn't want anything uh, like that to be celebrated. And I have no idea to this day if she thinks she could celebrate. Oh gosh, thinking about this, we we're gonna definitely do a Christmas episode. Should Christians uh, use Santa? But yeah, that's a good one. And I feel like it's something for every single holiday too with that. Yeah, should like, I mean, uh, yeah, um, I mean, the root of, I mean, the the root of the historical like. the historical origin of Santa Claus and St. Nick is actually a pretty good story. Like the, the rooting start of it is actually like, not. it's actually very generous and kind. Um, but I don't really, I don't know. I, I know of like how, uh, um, I know how I believe I've said on here like um, before the origin story of how Christmas came to be I'm pretty sure I have yeah we can definitely talk about that one because, uh, but that's going to be a long episode um, definitely yeah Maybe longer than this one, to be honest, because that Christmas stuff is so many different sides to that. But yeah, Halloween was not really. I mean, it's not like it was forbidden to talk about, but uh, you know, the subject had to change once we talked about it because it's just too many controversial opinions. Parents had different opinions on everything, stuff like that, and yeah. So, basically, I always saw how, when I was younger, and I, of course, I celebrated a lot of Halloween and, you know, trick-or-treating, all that stuff, of the recent, uh, probably, I'd say, five, six, or seven years of my life. No, I would not. I would say five, probably. It was five. I probably had have completely 
I wouldn't say cut Halloween out. I didn't at all. I just um, never really had a chance to, you know, uh, do all this stuff that go to the store, buy a costume, do all that stuff. So most of my uh, Halloween costumes would just be something lazy that I created my, like, basically nothing expensive, nothing like that. I did buy a Halloween costume a few years ago, never wore it. Halloween nights are so busy for me, and I I basically um, celebrated. And as I as the last five years, my family has changed their opinions. Um, it's kind of divided. It was it's not like arguments or anything, but different people. My family have different opinions on it. So yeah, and basically, my opinion is, I feel like it's kind of a kind of like number six um, type of thing with the whole, you know, when people get the order, like they buy something from the store and it comes out as 666 or something like that. They give them an extra penny or something like stuff like Christians do that. And it's like, they think bad luck's going to happen to them. They just, no matter what can't land on six because six is the demon's number devil's number. Um, and I was kind of like that a while, like a few years ago, until I saw kind of a awakening through many videos of talking about these subjects, and it just came to be. Um, so, number six is just a number, right? It's people people give the number the power and if you fear a number then yeah um, if you're a Christian you fear that number six uh, maybe from an outsider if you're not a Christian that is the stupidest thing you've ever heard why do they fear the number six um, of course there's reasoning to that but it, it's it's stupid to me basically Christians um, they give number this number power they give it power to become evil or whatever and it's only as evil as you make it and that's why i feel completely applies to halloween in that sense it's it's like with halloween um siege and you know, you would think that the highest crime rates is on the night of Halloween, or at least in the month of Halloween, but it's actually in the summer. And honestly, of course, um, on the news, there's tons of things about it, like this person put drugs in their candy, or they put needles in their candy, and stuff like that. And by the way, if you guys are trick-or-treating out there, <laughs> Do not eat candy that is halfway opened. Um, as a younger kid, I do know that I've gotten candy that's halfway open. I never ate it. I just threw that crap away because, man, people are weird. People are evil. And, yeah. My, uh, um, a, a small, like... My my um my brother made a great point, which he's also my whole family's a Christian, or is a Christian household. 
but um my my brother brought up a great point and it's like kids are going to be kids and kids are going to have fun like the dressing up and the trick-or-treating like you can't really tell a kid no or we're not going to do this because then they're going to like rebel and do it anyway so um my brother he said like i'll allow my kids to partake in trick-or-treating and like dressing up up until the point where they know like are logically able to tell the difference of why it's like why it's good or not and make their own decision of to be able to go say yes like yes i'm going to continue doing this or no i'm not going to continue doing this that seems very fair but um i see from his point of view and uh, that's a fair a fair idea instead to just say on halloween night like the kid asked the parent oh can i trick or treat my friends no you're going to sit inside all day as your friends go outside and have fun yeah like when weekend. you're a kid you don't understand why things are good or bad all you see is, oh, well, my friends are doing it. Why can't I? And if you say no, then that leads the kids to rebel. Yeah, definitely. And just do it anyway. Or, like, be upset with you or, or whatever. Especially around the age of where, like, I'd say, if, like, I'd say, like, elementary school to around like middle school like that kind of age or even kind of before that age like there will come a time where they they are if there were i I feel like are the age that they're able to recognize what sin is and make the choice to uh ask jesus into their heart and for Jesus, I like and believe he died on the cross and he rose from the dead and like all that kind of stuff to the point where they can admit and ask him and be saved and uh, notice the sins of temptation and can uh, they're spiritually um, what's like spiritually thoughtful in their actions. And it's like, oh this is like, if I do this, this is sinning. Once they're at the point that they know that, then I feel like they are able to rationally and thoughtfully make their own decisions of, yes, I want to do this or no, I don't want to do this. And that's like, I, I agree with that um, point. I'm not like, even though not celebrate it, let the kids partake in the like the the part that's viewed as innocent and fun, and then like later later down the line they can make their own decision. I I I even though I will personally not celebrate it, I will do allow the, my kids to partake in that. <laughs> 
that portion. Yeah, I mean, we hear as Christians, um, we hear a lot of people um, when they grow up, um, as a lot of celebrities, when they grow up in a Christian household, it's not even just Hollywood that, um, because a lot of people love to say Hollywood is what, a lot of this stuff can start in the household, as in these people start in Christian households, they grow up, and then they say, I grew up in a very strict household, we could do nothing, I could celebrate nothing, and, um, barely hang out with my friends, stuff like that. It does trigger them as adults. And I'm not saying it's abusive or anything. I'm just yeah. saying that they're going to carry that old generations. Yeah, it's one of the pa- one of the things as as one of the things that's passed as in my pastoral ministry classes they're learn uh, that we're learning. It uh, every like every single week it's basically being hammered over our head, but um, it's in a good way. Um, is that or not hammer drilled into our heads either way it's it's in a good way though um don't when you're a pastor don't neglect your kids don't neglect your wife your wife is your first ministry so you have to tend to that your kids if you neglect them or or i'm a pastor and if you do if you take part in this you're gonna make me look bad like that's that's pushing them away. That's neglecting them. You can't do that. I agree. Like the the either too busy for kids or the the I'm the pastor thing. Like my status in this church means more than your fun. N- no. Like that's pastors who neglect their kids that's why so many kids who are like in pastoral families not all of them but some of them leave christianity or go down dark paths or walk away from or walk away or turn away from god because their their father or their house even if you're even if you're not a pastor and you're just a christian parent like, well, it's it's higher if you're a pastor and a pastor's wife. But even if you're just the standard parent, um, enforcing Christianity on kids in a harsh way, that's like, oh, because, like, that a lot of that stuff that you install on your kids if it if you're too strict if you don't let them do anything like um if you say no to everything with some i feel like with some limitations not completely strict but like fair limitations um it's what causes kids to rebel and walk away and like not really like they're not really able to find God's love because you're not instilling God's love on them. I agree. Um, yeah, and definitely 
it's the type of like there's so many different types of Christian all serving the same way, but it's um how they raise their kids as in <laughs> super strict and then there's kind of loose parents that of course preach but then let the kids learn their own lesson and stuff like that. So that's the thing that is confusing about parenthood. The Bible's gonna tell you a lot of things about how and you know, but it really really uh it's hard to nobody can fully tell you how to raise a kid as in that way. You have to find out as the way goes on how to be a good parent. It's like it's just our journey, honestly. And yeah. yeah. Especially because every kid is different. Yeah. So yeah. so you um you could get a um you could get an uh what a introverted artist type of kid. You could get an extroverted sports playing kind of kid. Like you, you until until that kid like until they're grow up and you learn their traits and what they develop and their interests and hobbies and likes and all that kind of stuff. You have no idea what that kid is going to grow in, into and the kind of stuff that they're going to like or dislike. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're right. And man, <laughs> raising a kid is, man, it's a journey that I haven't been through. So I, I'm not going to, I can't really say much, but I'm sure after I do become a father, there's way more I can tell up here. Um, I, I love, I love how we went from Halloween and should it be celebrated or not to, to talking about, Kit, uh, parenthood and and neglecting kids, like not neglecting your kids. I just this this whole thing is a is filled with a whole bunch of lessons. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's. What what I was planning to do, we, you know, at first we were like hinting like, which one are we going to um celebrate? Then we kind of talked a little bit about which one. Like, as far as Halloween, you said you um you want. I gave my opinion a little. Then we completely go to a different subject, keep the listeners um and add some minutes to this and not just say yes or no. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, currently with the Bible app, um, they've been keeping a tally. They're they're they have like a little like marker right now, but four four hundred and ninety eight million people have installed and counting have installed the YouVersion Bible app, and they're so close to 500 million uh, uh, downloads. Yeah. 
That is amazing. That is a lot. I was wondering today how many people did too. Yeah, they're 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 um, it, the number is currently going up right now, but uh, four hundred and ninety eight million six hundred and thirty four thousand eight hundred soon nine hundred soon uh soon to be nine hundred. Um. So yeah, they're uh they're growing slowly by like the ones and twos up until like um last time I checked it was at like last time I saw it it was at like uh forty eight uh four hundred and ninety eight thousand five hundred so it's gone up like a hundred thousand people by the last time I checked it to now. That's a lot. So how many in all again? Uh, 498 million. Oh, I thought you said four thousand. Oh gosh, that's a lot. No, four. They're, they're so close to 500 million. I was just like kind of wondering what is the most downloaded app? It has to be like the Bible app or something religious. Uh, um, it, they have a U version has like a little video and it's like, let's, and they, 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 why they have the counter up is there. It's saying, um, God's word, God's word is actively transforming lives. As we count up to 500 million installs, let's celebrate how the Bible is alive. So they're like, they're celebrating, um, they're taking, it's up to celebrate their, uh, the installs, uh, but, um, I see that's, that's a, that's almost half a billion. Um, you have a fair point and um, I know they're going to, one day they will reach a billion. Oh, I, oh, no doubt. If 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 they if if they're already at if they're already at almost five hundred million, I I I I can't imagine how 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 fast it's going to take them to get. Well, not fast, but they. I had no idea that this was going. This was going on in the background. Uh, that. And I'm glad that they decided to make it public too. There's also underneath it, there's like a shared you version uh, button where you can click it and uh, share the Bible app to people. Uh, is I think they have that for most apps. I'm not sure, but um, they I know they do, but it's just really cool that down below, like. I, I appreciate their 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 um their want to in a glorified way share spread the gospel not in a look at how many numbers we have kind of way. I mean it, it, I I can see how it kind of looks like that. I can see that perspective of it like oh look at how many numbers we have. But what they're doing is good work. Like they they they're trying to spread the gospel 
through the app to as many people as possible, which I I can applaud. Yeah, I mean, it started in 2013, so eight-year journey. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. Very, very great stuff. Has more downloads than Among Us, so. Not surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Among Us is a trend. Most people that make Among Us moves and stuff don't even have the game. But yeah. Um, back to the Halloween subject, um, as we were going, like I was saying, I do think, um, Halloween, it's as much, it's, it's as evil as Christians make it, as far as, if your opinion on Halloween is, I hate Halloween, it's evil, it's a pagan holiday, it celebrates, it's against the Bible, all that type of stuff, um, then that's what's true to you. That's in your mindset that's installed to it. Halloween is something else to celebrate. And I respect that. That's cool. But, um, yeah, it's as evil as you make it. I'm not saying if this is, like, definitely not saying it's some godly holiday. I mean, Halloween... Let's just think about like this. Halloween may be the most pointless holiday possible. If there was a holiday that could ju- that just says go out and have fun, that would probably be Halloween because it's literally has of course it has old meetings that are almost these strings are almost reattached at this point. But at this point in modern day society with a lot of people not even knowing about those stories um, and the past of it, and not being these devil worshippers, any of that. It's basically a day where kids trick or treat, ask people for candy, and other people celebrate in costume parties. Like, I mean, it's kind of like New Year's, but New Year's kind of has some meaning. We're going to a new year. Thanksgiving, which Thanksgiving is like a filler holiday, but, um, because a lot of the meeting of Thanksgiving has been turned around, switched around, edited, and a lot of Thanksgiving... I'm, I'm not going to get into Thanksgiving past, but let me just say, a lot of the stories that you hear of Thanksgiving, most of it's false. Not saying it didn't happen, but it didn't happen the way that people say it did. There's way more context to it. And just like... Basically... I'm saying Thanksgiving, at least it has a story behind it for people to think about. And it's usually where, I guess it's a family reunion holiday. And then Valentine's Day is about love. You know, as far as Halloween goes, it's just, it has really no meaning whatsoever. There's no reason to be celebrating. There's nothing. I mean, it's basically a festive holiday. I see it as. And like I said, I've gone Halloween's without celebrating it. I've gone Halloween's with celebrating it. Um, watching horror movies. Um, of course, in 2020, I didn't really celebrate it. Of course, it's not like I don't talk about it or celebrate it. Like, I just don't go out um, and do much because. You know, I just see it as a normal day. And 
that's my opinion on Halloween as far as it goes. Um, it's as evil as you make it. And people who say the Bible when stuff, basically I'm not saying, the Bible really doesn't say much about Halloween actually. And it's funny, this is something I looked up. When I was looking up verses against Halloween, a lot of stuff that made me kind of laugh was that people were actually using Halloween no, uh, verses from the Bible for you to read on Halloween to feel extra spooky. It's so weird and dumb. Uh, it makes no sense. But yeah, I do think Halloween, pointless holiday, but celebrate it if you like. If you don't want to celebrate it, don't celebrate it. Uh, completely up to you. I don't, I, I think it's, I don't think it's too harmful. I do think in the modern day, if we just look at it, like, let's say before Halloween, let's say Halloween never existed. Let's say one person comes to you, Jake, and says, okay, so this is what we're going to do. A random kid is going to go to each house like a Jehovah Witness, but in like random costumes and ask people for candy. That it's... (laughs) It sound it makes no sense, and the culture we live in, it's so weird that that's so normal. Um, but yeah, <sighs> blows my mind. Basically, a lot of the things that I kind of found like do 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 not celebrate it biblically were like along the lines of like not so much like. But most of the things were basically on the subject of hypocrisy. And that being um, uh, in 1 Corinthians, it talks about um, where is where is Um, I'll find it. All right. Well, well, I'm finding that you, um, you can talk a bit more. Okay, so um basically I'm gonna check something real quick. Um Okay. I'm going back to Okay, so Halloween, as far as I see it, uh, people say pagans holiday. I kind of debunked that earlier, I think, to say these type of holiday days are pagan or were pagan is stupid. Um, People say Christmas was once pagan. um, Thanksgiving was once pagan. Every every holiday there is, there's backups, reason why some other people don't celebrate it. Halloween in itself if it wasn't horror movies, it wasn't spooky, 
season, it wasn't all this ghost and stuff. And it was just ask people for candy, get candy, whatever. I do not think anybody would care. Um, that's why a lot of people do care. Um, and basically, yeah, I mean, the Bible, it talks about different things like tattoos, different things like that. A lot of Christians, like Christians, um, it's like a tattoo situation. Some Christians approve of it and say it's fine. A lot of Christians don't. And I feel like it's one of those situations. If you're a Christian and you don't think you should have it, don't have it. If you are a Christian and you get it, I don't think you should be sent to hell. I don't think God's going to send you to hell for that. Um, So. I mean, I have too, so I hope not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And did you read about it before? Because I feel like you're the type of guy to do that. I I did. Oh, what made you um, that situation be like? uh... So, so Leviticus 19, um, in Leviticus 19, and when they're talking about the laws and like the laws of uh, that, the when they're talking about the laws and that the laws you should follow, it's it's the context of it is talking about. Um, there are, there's a conflict between the Jews and the Gentiles at the time. Um, the Jews believed that, like, all of these laws should be followed, and then they got into the conflict of, well, um, the Gentiles being uncircumcised heathens, um, it's like, oh well, we're like we're not gonna follow the like we're not gonna follow those laws. So around that time of Leviticus, there there were con- contextually like things written for uh, the Jews, not necessarily that they should be not done, but it's like their stuff like in that section. It's like. Uh, don't eat meat with blood in it. Uh, that's where like kosher comes from. It's meat without blood. Um, uh, do not trim your beard or cut your hair. Don't get tattoos. That's in the same line in Leviticus 19. Verse like those verses are directly underneath each other, like back to back. Yep. Um. So it's like, well we cut our hair every day and trim our beards. Are we sinning? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I understand, like, so it's like what they agreed upon, they made a compromise. The laws, those were, like, more of Jewish laws that the Jews were, were held to that standard. The moral laws, like, uh, like incest and like not sleeping with your parent parental figures and those kind of moral laws were sent to directed more towards the Gentiles just so they had some moral background or understanding to not do these kind of things. 
that's more of the context of what Leviticus is talking about. So in that sense, I don't believe tattoos are a sin. Um, some now this is a theory, but some have theorized that Jesus himself has tattoos. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, that that's a stretch. It, it's a stretch, but that that's a theory that I, I've I've heard I've heard go be introduced into my um uh my that was brought up by one of my young adult um uh attendee mates i like someone i don't know i never know what to call people that i attend young adults with fellow young adult 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 person i don't know uh Fellow member of my young adult congregation, I guess I could say. Um, but yeah, it's like I I prayed on, I looked at that verse, I prayed on it, and I I gave it to to God, and um, both of my tattoos have uh, both of my tattoos have biblical meaning behind them. Um, and it was just, I, there was not really, I was, I had a, I had a like feeling from, um, I had a like, just like a, uh, feeling just like, like. I was like given the okay, basically that like, to do this. Um, but but that's just me personally. Yeah, I understand where you're going with that. That's the true statement. Also, because I I do remember family, uh, one of the family members. I'm not going to get into, but um, they um, they weren't serious with this or anything. But um, they're talking about how. One of the other family members wanted them to cut their hair. No, it says in the Bible. They weren't serious. They said um, Leviticus, and they were quickly debunked. Uh, like you said, with all of this stuff in Levi- in that section of Leviticus. So yeah, and yeah. back. Yeah. On- Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say you really got to understand the contextual like parts of what they're what the message is and if you look at like genesis through what uh deuteronomy uh, or even like what is it or i i have actually i have a thing here um that i found recently where is it oh Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, Genesis through through Deuteronomy are laws, <laughs> a ton of laws. Um, and those laws, they're either Jewish law or Gentile law, but it's like, like 
there's a ton of and and I'm I'm going through um I'm going through uh the Sermon on the Mount right now um in my like uh what is it like what do I call it like my public devotional series thing public devotional series is our public bible study um uh, like uh, i i really just call it um i mostly most of the time call it uh public devotional um but it it talks about how in jesus in his teachings he's saying that um when he first starts off his sermon um like i'm not here to abolish the law but i'm like i'm here to like give a better better understanding to it and he gives so much examples of the laws are what what they call laws are not necessarily like rules you have to follow. They're like guidelines to they're like standards or guidelines that like help you um, help guide you live a better Christian lifestyle. Yeah. Basically, you're right, and ah, okay, so overall, my opinion on Halloween definitely is alcohol situation. Um, alcohol, you can drink alcohol, you just drink alcohol. Um, it's how much power, how much stuff you give it, like I said earlier. Um, Video games, even GTA, stuff like that. My thoughts always were on this. And even like Harry Potter or all this witchcraft stuff, um, these movies and stuff. Um, it depends um, how important. Like, basically, if you put some people, like we said a, a while back, months ago, depends how much power we give it. If we put... If we put... GTA or this video game or this gory video game or Harry Potter, witchcraft, whatever in front of God, then in that situation, yeah. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. Um, I mean, I haven't played video games for months, so but yeah, I I do um, see your point and if it does help you in your walk with God and stuff, then that's all that matters. If you're a Christian, but GTA and different games like that, it doesn't matter to you. Like, it doesn't affect your walk with God whatsoever. Then it doesn't really matter. If it's actually manipulated, like, a lot of Christians, well, not a lot, but, you know, yeah, a lot, a fair amount of Christians don't let their kids watch Harry Potter. Don't let their kids watch any of this stuff, uh, play GTA, any of this stuff. Um, And I get it, but, yeah, I think it, it could go along with Halloween. Yeah, I, I, I do agree in the sense that if you let it affect you or have power over you, like, like 
like there's a there like there's a thing uh that um that one of my brothers taught me and it's like sinful versus leading you blatantly sinful versus not sinful but leading you to um they're they're blatantly sinful like it's like how how do i put this it's like take a simple um take social media social media in itself not really sinful it's not or it's like it in itself um is there's not much really like sin in it or i'm i'm just this is probably a horrible example but my point is there's like there's there's directly sinful things like a lying uh like lying um uh, bearing false witness, uh, lying tongue, uh, running to go go do evil, and there's that, and uh, like the different sins that that you can think of, and then there's something that it's not necessarily sinful, but it's causing you to sin, thus becoming an issue. Mm-hmm. Like horror movies, not really—they're not really that bad. But if they—if you let horror movies affect you to a point where you go out and kill, then it's like, okay, maybe okay, okay, no, these aren't good. Yeah. Um. You can't handle it, then you shouldn't do it. If, like GTA, for an example, um, Jake personally, like he said, is gonna. It helps him with his walk with God. He's leading all these things. It's it's helping him. I'm not saying he was ever lost in anything, but I'm saying he, like he was just saying, it um, if it affects him in any way, he wants to just be that role model for other Christians. He doesn't want to. St- do that stuff like for me gta and stuff that personally never affected me because like like i said i love video games i don't know if i'm in love with video games as far as after i play gta i can get off at any moment honestly um and none of the stuff in the video game ever makes me think of anything never affects me and never affects my walk with God and makes me sin. Um, when there's chip clubs and stuff in GTA, I don't, I don't do that type of stuff. I don't get into that type of stuff. I don't, I'm not into any of that stuff. So it really doesn't affect me personally. And I mean, I don't play GTA really anymore as much as I used to. So I don't think I've played in about a year, honestly. Yeah, that That's why it was so easy for me to cut it off is because, we weren't doing those heist missions. 
we weren't we haven't been playing for such a long time like it's like like one i don't really this and cyberpunk i don't really play either of those anyway like really at all the only time i really like play it is to go to the casino spin the wheel get the car or not and then just log off and so it's like as innocent as they may seem um I mean um If you're a person who, um, even in video game form, if you're a person who struggles with lust, that, that there are very like lustful things uh, in GTA that are triggers. Um, if you struggle with alcohol, even though it's not, it doesn't seem that bad. If you're, if you live your, uh, like, if you're like, if you struggle with alcohol. And you have your, and you have your character drinking by proxy, uh, to live out, like kind of your want, uh, to drink through your character, and then that causes you to drink. Um. Then it's like, it can be viewed as very innocent and not damaging to your walk. It can also be viewed as once you give the sin power over you and give into temptation and that leads you down to sin, it can also be uh, a very much of a hinder or a, a, a trigger to you in, in a sense. Yep. Um, definitely agree. Plus, that's basically my whole opinion on Halloween. I mean, Fall festivals, fun stuff. A lot of churches are not doing... They're doing trunk retreat, which a lot of churches over the years have been doing, which is a wholesome version of Halloween where candy is in a trunk of a car that is decorated. And it's it's cool, I guess, for a church since... And it the reason that I really do love trunk retreat... Um, I haven't attended many, but I just like the idea and love the idea of a lot of, like I said, Christian families don't want their kid going out trick-or-treating or doing any of that stuff. Sending them to trick-or-treat won't let, like, it doesn't let them feel left out. They can go with their friends. They're around a bunch of Christians. Uh, it's safe um, and just an easy way to do that with trusty, like trustworthy people. But yeah, that is my thoughts on Halloween. That's Jake's thoughts on Halloween. Yeah. Um, I've been um going through the Sermon on the Mount right now. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm um, I'm I've I've finished uh, chapter five, the first uh the first third, and now I'm going through the second third of chapter. Um, chapter six right now. 
that that um seems fun. You've been doing a lot of those um a lot of those um live streams and I haven't caught much of them, but really amazing what you're doing with that. Yeah, this the Sermon on the Mount. It's a ten day um series. <laughs> there there's there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there is. Alright, so I believe next week um we will be are we going to be starting the uh the Thanksgiving thing? Um we shall see. Um make sure to post something on our Instagram uh discussing that. Um see what we're gonna do. We can talk about it. But yeah. EWO Entertain EWO Entertainment, but EWO underscore Entertainment. My bad. So yeah, check that out, and it should be posted something. What we're going to do. Uh, but yeah. See you when we see you. Hope you enjoyed this episode.